This is another episode of Multiple Streams by Any Means, where our show is geared towards um, showing our people unique ways to produce income while also placing the spotlight on entrepreneurs, content creators, and business professionals. I'm your host, Bam, and uh, my co-host, Jason Wyatt Pro. Today, we got a special guest. Um, I've known her from um, quite some years, and I can say nothing but amazing things. Um, we got, she's uh, hailing from Orlando, Florida. She's um, a tastemaker in the um, Atlanta music scene. Um, she's the owner of the Tropical Express ATL plant, um, plant store, you know, where they're pretty much, um, where she helps new plant lovers find a peace escape through vegetation while also uh, helping seasoned plant lovers find hidden treasures in rare plants. Um, hailing for Orlando, Florida, we have the one, the only, <laughs> Crystal Thomas. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate you for coming on, yeah, on short welcome, notice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So short, that's what friends do. They come up on short notice and they come in the clutch. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited to have you here. And I guess the first thing I want to say is, um, Crystal, I've known you to do so many things. What was life? Yeah. What was life? Life like for Crystal growing up? Like, were you into a lot of sports? Were you an entrepreneur? Were you a creative? Or were you all of the above? And she's also a music head, by the way. She needs her yeah. music. Yeah. Um, honestly, as a kid, I didn't do much. Like, um, I love music, always have. Um, so that was always my escape. So I always listen to music. I was not involved in sports or anything like that. I think once I got older and I realized I didn't want to be home all the time, I started to get involved in like organizations and stuff because you used to like get to skip school and things like that <laughs> but I really didn't get serious about school or like doing anything until it was time to go to college um when I realized that I couldn't keep like failing classes and stuff and they told me they were like oh you can get the hope scholarship and go to school for free like have you ever thought about going to college and I was like I guess I could do that so I did it and it just I took it seriously when I when I got the opportunity. But before that, I will honestly have to say I I didn't have any type of plan for my life. <laughs> That's flabbergasting because um <laughs> well I also had the Hope Scholarship. So I used to bump it to you a lot and um I was kinda the same way. I was um uh I was always alright at school, like pretty good, like a B student. But you know, who 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 wants to go to college? You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to really go to college. And um, it kind of happened to me too. Like I was just, you know, a young kid hustling in the neighborhood and I was to be eligible for a Hope Scholarship in the hood is like, it's like getting accepted to Harvard in the hood. So yeah. that's kind of what encouraged me to go. I'm just like, you know, it's, I got somewhere to go. And you said you didn't play any sports? No. I always thought you ran track. Yeah, so it's funny. I just looked that way. It's hereditary, but <laughs> honestly, like my whole family, like we look athletic. Well, they're athletic. I'm not. But um, <laughs> my mom, she did encourage me, but I was terrible. Um, mm -hmm. I never took it serious. Like I ran everything, but I would never win or like I didn't like it. It's, for real? Yeah. She said it, so, wasn't, it wasn't for you. It was not. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. At uh, all, yeah, it just happens to be genetic that I have Zeke. 
That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. dope. Um, so you didn't have any hobbies like that growing up? or the No, music. music. Always music. I always, like, would just be in my room. Like, I would think about music videos that I would want to, like, produce or, like, okay. I would think about, like, so, like, in Orlando, like, I would go to a lot of Magic games and, like, you know how, like, they play, like, the music, like, during certain times. I would think about, like, what would be a dope song that we uh, should drop during that moment when they, like, score. Uh -huh. Like, I would always fantasize about music. Um, I never really took anything else serious. But music always, like, that was my one hobby. Like, cassette. So I was around when cassette players were around. So, like, I would record stuff <laughs> off the radio that I would want to have. And then, you know, obviously we got to burn CDs later. So that was easier. But yeah, that's the only thing that I really seriously like loved was mm. music. That's dope because you do actually a lot of things. Not necessarily, I'm not sure exactly what you do music wise, but I see what you do around. Yeah, uh, you throw some of the best events. Yeah. And when I say ASU, some people don't know what ASU is. That's the Unsinkable Albany State University, south of uh, south of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. So that's what I'm referring to, not Alabama State. That's where my mom went. But no shade to them, but ASU, the one and only. <laughs> right. And um. You do a lot of events and um, actually some some great events. You bring people out, yeah, and it's more love. It's it's genuine love and support. And I go to every event I can as long as I see the invite. Um, but one thing I do notice you just said was you daydream a lot. And Steve Harvey always says that daydreaming is your preview to upcoming attractions. Mm -hmm. So it kind of does. So I guess that kind of helped with manifesting where you are now. So I know you're from Orlando. Point. When did you come to Georgia? Like, did you go straight from yeah. uh, Florida to? No, so um, I went to middle, in the middle of high school, I moved to uh, a small town called Jessup. Mm. Um, my mom got married, so we ended up moving to Georgia. And that's where I met my guidance counselor who told me about the Hope Scholarship. Because in Florida, I didn't have any thoughts of college or anything. But there, um, you know, Hope Scholarship is available in Georgia. Yeah. So that's a benefit. So that's not available in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, so after there, I was in high school for like a year and a half. And then after I graduated, that's when I went to Albany State. And my guidance counselor went to Albany State. So I just literally said, well, where'd you go to school? And she said, I went here. So I was like, I go there too. Me. I didn't apply anywhere else. <laughs> so like, all right, so I graduated <laughs> high school a little early. So like, um, I went to a... a I'm like, I don't think it was the most, it was kind of non-traditional because they had block schedules. Mm -hmm. So by the time I made it to 11th grade, and it was a school kind of far, far in the galaxy, far, far away from the South okay. side. <laughs> so I wasn't really, I never really got, became a, 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 a acclimated to the North side. It okay. was on the North side of town. It's called Riverwood High School. Cause like, all right, so the school bus, it would take us a long time to get to school. Long time to get home. I ain't play no sports. Like I was like you, I ain't play no sports. I wasn't in the band. I was just more so. Let me get back to the south side and, you know, get my hustle on. You know, that's that was my hobby, hustling. So um, yeah. um, so I ended up going to an alternative school called um, Frank McLaren High School. It's in College Park, and um, I think I invented this. All right, so I went there to get it. I was ahead. I was there ahead, and I used that as a tool to graduate early because I didn't want want to be in school for too long. Right. So I think I invented the uh, I want to call the 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 Bam Fast uh, Fast Step program, you know. <laughs> and my guidance counselor took a liking to it because she like, okay, you're not here like most people are here for not necessarily the wrong reason, but as a result of actions yeah. like maybe early pregnancy, getting kicked out for fighting or what have you. You right. know what I'm saying? So she kind of took a liking to me, and she introduced Albany State as well because after school I would do things like hang out in the West End area, in the Five Points area. And she knew I would hang out like Clark Atlanta campus a lot, you know, cause I had a lot of buddies that uh, 
was uh, uh, Clark Atlanta in Morehouse and all those schools. And uh, she did the same thing. She was just like, you know, what are you doing? You're eligible for the whole scholarship. And uh, she presented Albany State too. I took a one little trip and um, they yeah. sold me. You know, yeah. they, they sell you on the history and the, the history of it. Like they, they sell you. Um, now nah, that's what's up. So yeah. what you take up at uh, Albany State? I think I know, but I want you to. Yeah, it's okay. I did marketing and business management. Okay, the me dual too. degree program. Mm -hmm. Is that something you always wanted to do, or they just something like? No, I actually easiest? went to school and didn't have a major. Um, <laughs> and I think like with financial aid or like with Albany State, something happened where you couldn't just not have a major. So I just picked one. Yeah, pick one. Too. And yeah. then, <laughs> and it kind of worked out because I mean, basically, I am business management and marketing. But at the time, I had no idea what to pick. I just picked something. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I will admit. Now that I'm thinking, I remember. I remember uh, when you were a freshman. You were just more chill, laid back, kind of in your shell. Then, like a year later, you were just kind of all over the place. You joined different organizations. Yeah. So what? What? What happened? It seemed like you went from Clark Kent. <laughs> the super the super girl you know what i mean honestly it was just more so like i didn't want to go home like <laughs> like i literally like everybody would go home for holidays breaks all yeah. that stuff. i was just any reason i could stay away from home because yeah. um no no not to like my parents or anything but it's just like i went from orlando to jessup yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. jessup is a really really small okay. town and i was born in chicago so like i don't know anything about <laughs> being in like the country yeah. it's like a culture shock so like <laughs> i was just like albany was bigger than jessup so, <laughs> so no. i was like i gotta stay here all my friends are here i'm having fun here like i like it here so i just join everything um any reason to stay like even i even like traveled abroad like for a whole summer like because oh, i just wanted to like be away from home um it's just that's just what i was feeling at that moment so that's how that happened so i just joined everything and then my guidance counselor was also a delta so i was like oh well this is what she told me to do she was like be a part of all this stuff so i was like i'll just do it and it helped <laughs> with me joining delta so it just it's just accidental, <laughs> but I guess destined all at the same time. Uh, shout out to your counselor. That's a hell of a counselor. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. She a hell of a counselor. You you still keep in contact with her from time to time? I don't do as good as I should, but Facebook kind of helps with that. Yeah, nah, that's yeah. that's communication. That's yeah. what, that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, cause I I mean I'm yeah it's the same soror sorority or whatnot, so they yeah. make a lot of sense. Okay, I was kind of the same way, cause um um Albany State uh, when I went there. Like going back and forth to Atlanta, Atlanta was more trouble. I could be doing the same exact okay. thing in Albany and it's cool, but I can go out there and like get arrested or yeah. something like that, right? So, yeah. and then I had clientele, you know what I mean? So, like, I would stay on campus to keep my face card coming because I know it's always going to be a, a batch of freshmen that came through. And I was, I, hey, I was the first on the scene, you know what I mean? Like, I went to all the summer schools. I actually graduated college early That's too smart. because, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not good, but it's smart. It's nah, it's cool. You know, it worked out for yeah. the best. You know what out. I'm trying to say? Um, so, like, I didn't, um, I was more so consistently staying on campus too. And then, you know, I go, I go back out of uh, home and, you know, sometimes my parents kind of get on my nerves and I'm like, yeah. man, you know what? Um, um, I'm gonna I'm I'm stick around because I actually graduated. I graduated um, Albany State in three years, um, so it was kind of dope. You know what I mean? And um, shout out to you. You kind of helped out with that. You know what I mean? So I had some bumps in the roads, and um, I had some bumps in the roads. I actually got kicked out for a semester. I don't know why. You know they didn't find anything <laughs> on me. It was kind of crazy. 
But uh, I guess suspicion that I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do. And um, you actually came through. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you did, but I didn't have to redo a whole semester. So I saved a few thousand. And it was actually morale because I was I was kind of contemplating like leaving. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It was like an insult. Like, I feel like if you get reprimanded for something, get reprimanded for something that you're caught doing, not something that somebody said you were doing. Right. And um, I was just like, I was just like, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to Alabama for a while. I'm with my cousin. And and then, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how we got in contact, but you reached out to me and, um, and told me to get in contact with, so uh, like, I think it was Mr. Elliott. <laughs> he was on top of the marketing program. Yeah. And um, that kind of kept me in school. I'm not saying I would have dropped out of school, but I didn't. I was like, fuck y'all. <laughs> it was so bootleg. You know what I mean? How they did it. And, um. But I like that. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? And um, now nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah. So when you actually finished uh, Auburn State? 2011. 2011. So yeah. that was right after me. Yeah. So I went there for four years. Mm. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So like I was telling you at first, I had graduated a semester early from from high school. So I always kind of I'm not gonna say I felt awkward, but I didn't I didn't come in during the fall semester. So I always kind of felt like okay. You know what I mean? Like I came sense. in spring semester. I always kind of felt like um, I didn't have a class. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was yeah. like only a few people and out of the few people I remember, only like a couple of us graduated or whatever. So I didn't have that, oh, I'm a freshman feeling. I ain't have that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was really still in high school. I was still like a baby. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> but um, but I mean, I made it work, man. Um, Jason, you gonna say something? Nah, I'm not. Okay. Not <laughs> All right, so um, what was life like exact, uh, right when you got out of college? uh it was confusing honestly <laughs> i didn't really have a plan i was like oh i'm gonna move to new york and then i was like oh wait i don't know how i can move to new york that's a lot like it, it just seemed not reachable so i was like i'll just move to atlanta and i had never really i think i had been to atlanta before but i had never like like i'm not from atlanta so i just mm -hmm. packed up and i found an apartment and i just moved in and I literally like waited tables. I did like a few gigs. Um, I, you know, applied for a few jobs, but I never really, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever really figured it out as far as like a person who like finishes school and then goes and gets a job. Like I just never, shockingly, I think people think that like, I'm really good at, like I'm good at everything I do, but like, I'm not good at like interviewing or like, Me or like getting that job or people, like I have to actually work at a place and they see my worth versus like yeah, me, me like too. pitching yeah. myself. It's basically the first, I got you. Yeah, so like I, I never like really got amazing opportunities or whatever so <laughs> i just like i was just free ball like free balling that's not the word but i was just freestyling like <laughs> like uh and just doing mm. stuff so i was just doing things and i just started creating my opportunities more so like what's some of the places you work when you so out? i worked at red lobster because i worked at red lobster when i was in school too so i just transferred um i worked at yep Southside. i worked at verizon um, I worked at Title Max. I worked at uh, where else did I work? I had so many. I did like marketing agencies, like um, maybe like five different marketing agencies. Mm. Um, and I don't remember the other places. But like after, oh, I showed I showed um insurance with Aflac. Aflac. I actually did a really <laughs> good deal too. I was very surprised. Um. <laughs> 
But I just was doing little just gigs. Like yeah, said. like I did like um brand ambassadoring, like where you would like be the people who give out stuff at like the stores okay. and stuff. Mm, okay. I did all types of random stuff. Drove for Uber, mm. drove for like when it first came out, like that type of stuff. Home Depot, the um the biz the corporate office, like the call center. Okay. Okay. I just mm. worked everywhere, honestly. <laughs> Okay, so you see she's getting multiple streams by any means. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, technically, taking, yeah, I was. not taking no for an answer. I was just you know doing stuff. <laughs> well, my path was a little different. So I graduated college, and um, I was the same way. Nobody would hire me. I don't know what I was saying wrong. I probably was telling them something like, man, I'm going to take that money and flip this. I don't know what I was saying, man. But I wasn't getting no uh, callbacks either. And I ended up doing door-to-door sales. You know what I'm saying? And um, The reason why I did it, because I was like, man, you know, you – you want to be this big time mogul entrepreneur or whatever you got to yeah. learn how to sell and close a little better and it was a cool way to learn how to set up a very small business you know as far as recruiting and like the structure of it you know something i can do you know it wasn't like a big fancy walmart it was like a small small business and i even knew how they were getting their clients so it was like more of a so it'd be like uh for instance one of my clients was the braves we sold like these brave packages it'd be like 40 bucks but they get like 500 dollars worth of tickets and um, I got to see how they made that happen. Basically, it's always going to be some unused seats. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's never it's never going to be full all the time. You know what I mean? Except mm-hmm. when we went to the uh, World Series or whatnot. And um, basically, um, I guess they just got in contact with the right people. And it was just basically like, um, it was kind of awkward how they did it. Basically, the only thing they really did was um, they set up a meeting and pretty much projected how they can basically be making them, making them a little money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because at the end of the day, they were just kind of like, okay, you guys have how many on average? How many seats do you guys have that are not full? And um, basically, how much does the average customer spend per game? You know, I guess when it comes down to like you know the food and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And um, then on top of that, so they got access to sell these these ticket packages. And let's just say they made a million dollars off selling these say, as an organization. They were it was a way that they refunded to the Brave like two hundred thousand out of that. So they were paying them to market for them. Hmm. like a kind of like a marketing fee a lot of companies like it's kind of like similar to like like say for instance i wanted to sell nike um inside of my store and i went directly through nike i might have to pay like a a, a fee initially to set up my account or whatever so um i did door-to-door sales um i never had an amazing job um i got fired because i think i was uh, i smelled like like weed or something like <laughs> it was like we out there by ourselves all day and um <laughs> The whole thing was recruiting other people and basically eventually building your own business. I think uh, one too many uh, marijuana complaints. And uh, the dude fired me. Still cool to this day. Shout out to Brad Tumor. And um, <laughs> after that, um, I was kind of lost for a second because I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. prepared. I should have been prepared because it wasn't the best situation. Mm-hmm. But I was I was getting my hustle. It was just comfort, you know, but I was mm-hmm. learning learning something. And um, the most I ever got, the best job, or after that, I had a job with a temporary, it was through a temporary agency. I was at a car auction called Copart. Copart, there's a salvage auto auction. So you get your car beat up, banged up, you get into a wreck. Instead of it going to, um, well, basically, they would send it to Copart so the claims adjusters can look at it and evaluate the damages. So it, it was like a junkyard, not a junkyard, it was an auction for... Um, those type of vehicles at the end of the day more than likely it's going to get totaled out and once it's totaled out insurance company pays you they run it through the auction to make some of their money back yeah so i was doing that for uh, six months a year or something like that and 
I'm still hustling. I'm still like uh, I was still doing like um, I was reselling at the time, like selling things on eBay and things of that nature. And um, it kind of opened my eyes to the used, the the, the junk car market. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, damn, you can buy a car for three, four hundred bucks and and break it down, nick by nick, dime by dime. You can sell a door here, a mirror there, and you could get two thousand dollars off a four, five hundred dollar investment, even if it take a second. Yeah. All you gotta do is listen on Craigslist and your man's. While you at work, my man's um actually Markel mm-hmm. from the neighborhood. He um, you know, he would sit there with them people on Craigslist and um and they were at Sean's shop, Sean. So. He's actually a mechanic. So I have a buddy of mine. His uh, father runs a mechanic shop. And while I was at work, I had that going on. And basically, they fired me for conflict of interest. <laughs> you know what I mean? They made it bigger. They made it bigger than that. It was like something going on where catalytic converters were getting stolen. Um, and I don't know. It's like they didn't try to blame it on me. But I guess they looked into everybody. And they saw, saw my information on Craigslist. And I guess they were investigating me. And yeah. they were just like. I guess they saying if you could do this, you could do that. Yeah. But we ain't catch you doing it, but we are gonna fire you anyways. That was the best thing for me, cause now I'm, now I'm back on the streets. I got a little money, and I just went full time reselling. You know what I'm saying? And um, shit, here I am today. The best thing happened. <laughs> you get fired sometime, man. So yeah. All right, so cool, man. You um hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. Now we here today. Mm-hmm. Um, Tropical Express ATL. Yeah. Um, plant store. Mm-hmm. actually voted number one in which atlanta was, atlanta uh, magazine two years in a row okay oh, number one plant store atlanta magazine two years in a row and how long has this business been um open to the public um uh, two and a half years going on oh, three in know. august she, she won trap of the year twice in a row <laughs> <laughs> like, she basically won trap of the year twice in a row so um <laughs> where did this come about honestly uh during COVID, i w- i was decorating um my home and i was looking for we were looking for plants uh and couldn't find any i guess because there was like a scarcity because everybody was decorating their home i really don't know Mm -hmm. but every time i would go to like a place that was advertising like oh we got this big nice plant it you would get there and they'd be like oh we sold it it's gone we don't have any more like so i'm like okay this is getting annoying. So I started just looking and figuring out where you get them. And then I found out and then you couldn't just get one. You had to get a bunch. So then it just kind of like, I went down a rabbit hole. So we got a greenhouse put in the backyard, mm-hmm. um, got a lot of plants. And then one of my friends came over that I knew she liked plants. So I was like, oh, I got these plants. You want to come get one? And she bought a plant and she's like, you should sell these. And so I was like, okay you think so <laughs> she's like what are you gonna do with them <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh i went that's my friend asa um okay. and so we went to like i went to like the side of the road on like memorial um in the city it's like a parking lot at the new school it's this school called the new school i didn't know at the time it was their parking lot it was just an open vacant parking lot so i just set up shop there with a table and some plants and people started pulling over and buying plants and they were like spending real money and i didn't have any type of idea of what i was doing so like i'm not charging the right prices i don't have (laughs) like cash out like i'm just taking cash and like i'm just like well you bought it let me take a picture of you like (laughs) posting it on instagram like so-and-so bought a plant like and so it just it started becoming a business so um the people were like oh well i like this plant that guy just bought it. You're going to be here next week. Like, 
I could. <laughs> like, I'm not doing wow. nothing. Like I don't have a job for real. So it was. Um, it just became a thing. So every week I was out there, and then eventually, um, the owner of the property came to the space one day and was just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm selling plants." And he's like, "Well, just text me next time, and let me know when you popping up." And I was like that's it like okay <laughs> so i like he was very kind to me he, he's the owner of the school and after that it started to get cold and like i said the, the plants were in the backyard in a greenhouse so like there was a storm or something and it tore down the greenhouse i went out of town one day so i was like oh they can't stay outside it's about to be really cold they're gonna die let me make sure i put them somewhere until next summer or whatever yeah like thinking really dumb and so i found a spot and i was like oh can i put my plants here and they were like yeah so i rented out this uh spot at the goat farm um it's in west midtown Mm. And it had like amazing windows. And then people were like, Where you at? Like, and I'm like, Dang, I guess they could pull up here. Like, and there's no signs or anything at the goat farm. It's like a property. It's just like, it's a weird place, but it was a vibe. Okay. And so, like, <laughs> I was like telling people how to get there, and it just started to become like a hidden gem. Like, people just started pulling up and buying plants. So I was like, I guess it's a store. Uh, let me put some show. Like, Never in my mind was it a story. It was always a storage. A storage. Like, yeah, and then people just kept coming and coming. So I was like, oh, I guess this is a story. Let me get some. And like, to this day, honestly, I don't think I've ever had a sign on any of the buildings that I've Gosh. been in, <laughs> which is so, so weird. Nice. But I'm like, I think it's moving faster than I'm processing. So like the things that would be very trivial and small to somebody who owns a store, I don't have, I'm not comprehending yet because in my mind it's still like this little spot that I got my stuff at versus like, Storage. oh, this is a real store. Like people want to come here. I don't have a, a counter or a cash register. Like I'm still in that baby steps. Like, mm -hmm. oh, people want to like, a re like, I don't know. It's weird, but it's working. Nah, so I'm that's, just going the way it goes. That's how it go, man. When you find something, when you find your move. Yeah. Um, that's just like me. I'm on the phone with someone mm -hmm. yesterday. All right, so this is kind of like me. My business, um, I'm at a point now I can have a store, but it's like it, I understand exactly what you're saying. Like when the when the business comes faster than the plan, you just kind of sticking with you just kind of handling the demand. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you just set up shop. You got all these people lined up at your door. They knocking. They want these plants and not as dope. So hey, was your mother in the plants? Yes, my whole family. For my real? dad, every, yeah, yeah. So before my dad passed, he gave me a plant. I still have it, but I was like literally about to kill it. Uh, and I gave it to my friend and I was like, can you hold this for me? Because I don't want to kill it. I don't know what I'm doing. I was terrible with plants. And like now, ironically, <laughs> yeah, I was the worst. And like now I know what I'm doing. I know what to say. I know like everything. And it's just crazy. But yeah, I'm in the plants. My father, my grandma, everybody was always in the plants. And I just got my skill set like later in life. Like it's just now picking up. Like it's it in your blood. Yeah, it's, blood. it's definitely in my blood. My sisters, everybody is like super in the plants now. We all, that's what we talk about. It's crazy. Like what was the first plant you sold though? Or the first species of plants? Honestly, the first plant I sold was to my friend, and um, it's called a starfish snake plant, and it basically looks like a starfish. It's so cool, and she still has it, and that, yeah, I sold it to her. It was really dope. 
So you were starting off selling just star plants, so you had a whole No, I had like of... a whole greenhouse full of big plants, all types of plants, and that was just one that I thought was really cool. Because that was a problem. Like, everything I wanted to put in my house, like, I wanted it to be cool, but all the cool stuff was gone. Like, nobody had them at their stores. They just okay. had, like, the regular stuff that you see. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I had a whole bunch of varieties of stuff. Even when I ordered the plants, like, I picked some stuff that I had, like, Googled. Like, I seen their name, like, on the list of stuff I could get. And I was like, what is that? And then I was like, whoa. I, like, stuff I never heard of. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I had everything. Okay. She went from uh she went from superwoman to poison ivy. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's hilarious. So um so I do, I know this is not a beanstalk, but it's about probably a beanstalk. <laughs> what type of plant is this behind us? So this is called a different bakia, but people call it a dumb cane as the nickname and it's actually kinda sad. So the reason people call it a dumb cane is because, like, if you eat it, it looks like a sugar cane. Yeah. And if you eat it, you'll actually not be able to talk or uh, or t <laughs> talk for, like, um, like 30 minutes or something like that. It's, it's very toxic. So it'll oh, numb your oh, mouth. It'll oh. numb your mouth. We need and this so, plant. I need this so, plant. I know a lot of people that need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's... No, now wait before when i tell you so like that's what like slave owners used to do like they used to give this to like our ancestors so that's why they call it a dumb cane and then so like that would make them not talk so that's that's crazy wow. like it's it's wild but yeah that's where it like it got it just blend it up or something cut the i mean you know, i mean you could just or... eat it you could just eat it but um you're not so i mean you're not supposed oh, to I know that. yeah but you could just <laughs> From what I'm, I I'm putting read. this in somebody's smoothie one day. <laughs> I got somebody need to shut the fuck up. I'm blending some. Yeah, putting it in the smoothie, so you, chopping it up. They yeah, won't even know. They'll get it back, hopefully, but it is toxic. Wow. Yeah, they'll get their voice back. Told you, Poison Ivy, man. <laughs> I'm scared of you. All right, so this episode is brought to you in part by Tropical Express ATL, the number one plant store in the world, but it was actually voted number one in um, Atlanta Magazine. Miss um, Thomas Crystal, how did they find you? Uh, so you can find me on my website, tropicalexpressatl.com. You mm -hmm. can do a Google search, Tropical Express ATL, Instagram, mm -hmm. Tropical Express ATL, mm -hmm. on everything, Twitter, Pinterest, mm -hmm. website, everywhere. You on Yelp yet? On Yelp, Tropical Express okay. ATL. Okay, yep, okay. all sites. Um, dope, dope, dope. Um, and what about your personal brand? How do they find you personally? I don't want them to. Okay. I don't even mm -hmm. post my face on my um business page okay yeah right. well but you you shouted out your uh do you have an instagram for tropical express tropical express atl okay cool cool mm -hmm. all right that's what's up that's dope that's dope so um wow so this plant makes you it it makes you not no, able to speak for yeah. about 30 <laughs> minutes or so yeah uh What's some more cool plants, man? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm liking these plants, man. I got, I'm going yeah. to have to buy one of these. I'm going to have to get one of these. I'm going to have to wash my hand. I don't want to lick my finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, there's that's, why one you made me, that's why you made me carry that one. Nah, that's not why. <laughs> that's funny, though. Nah, there's this one plant. It's called a prayer plant. Um, and basically, um, it's green at the top. It has a purple undertone. But at night, the leaves raise up. And then in the daytime, they lay back down. So they call it a prayer plant because they move throughout the day. And it's like a prayer hand. Yeah, because that's like opposite. Because when you need that's water, they yeah. yeah. it down. And... Yeah, so it, Yo, at night, it goes to sleep, basically. I never, had, I never had a clue as to... Um, how cool plants were, you know what yeah. I mean? Honestly, honestly, God, plants can be used for anything. Um, mm -hmm. 
Damn, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Ah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So, like, what are some of the challenges you had with just trying to start a whole plant business? Um, definitely capital for sure. Um, not having like money to like keep up with inventory. Um, at first it was customers as far as like the type of customer, but now I think I have my people, um, because there are different types of plant people. There's people who are like super, super geeks about it. And I really don't necessarily like those type of customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they are, they're too, they take it too serious. Like I like the beginner who wants to learn, who's not okay. like, has that pressure. pressure yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Cause like some customers, like they'll buy, like there's plants out there that sell for like $2,000 mm-hmm. and they like are scouting and is. trying to find it. And if you don't have this one, you're not cool. And all like, uh, that's, that's deep. pretty like lame to me. So I don't yeah. like those. Kind of like, yeah. Kind of like the French bulldog market. Like you got people selling designer Frenchies for 10 to 20 to 30,000. Mm-hmm. But when it come down to it, we all like Frenchies and some people pay that much premium just for the structure, but they also friendly dogs. Like a twenty thousand one and a five that you five thousand dollars, they gonna have the same lifespan. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying because if I was to do a breeding, I'm not gonna go to that. I'm not gonna go to the dog show where everybody got twenty thirty thousand dollars designer Frenchies. It's too serious to them. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm trying serious. to say? Um. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So why does everybody need a plant in their home or some plants in their home? I don't know. Like I feel. I'll say everybody does, but everybody doesn't need one necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, um, cause I definitely don't want people to kill plants. Cause even if you have a fake plant, that's cool. Like, yeah. but honestly, like <laughs> I like plants in my home because it kind of changes up the vibe. It, uh, it brings life. Like inside is very sterile. You know, we seal everything and you know, like it's just very, very dry and, and real gloomy. So I think uh, mm-hmm. plants change the atmosphere for me, which makes me feel better. Um, definitely they give off, um, they, they purify your air, but mm-hmm. honestly that's not necessarily true because it would take so many to actually do what is supposed to be done in like a small space. But it still makes you feel better. It gives you something to look forward to as far as like seeing new growth um, with a plant and just knowing that you're taking care of something and it's, it's living. Um, and it just, it just looks beautiful. So I personally enjoy it. It makes me feel good, especially like if you live in a city and you don't have like grass or anything like yeah, that, it kind of brings nature yeah. inside with you. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why I personally like it. But mm-hmm. if you can't keep a plant alive, there are plants that you can get that, you know, you don't have to take care of like that much. You can mm-hmm. water them like once a month. But if you mm. just are terrible and you just don't want to do it, I don't think you should. Unless you okay. I'm that person. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't take care that's of no like, yeah. It's like all right. So going back to the dog conversation, everybody don't deserve a dog because they're not gonna walk them and feed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people better off with a snake. Yeah. Yeah. There's a different type. Yeah. I mean, every, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think um, that's great. Comparison. So look, where do you re up on plants? You go through a brokerage, like a broker, a plant. I'm broker? not telling you that. No, nah, I'm not. I'm, oh. not <laughs> I'm not asking you where. I'm just saying, like, I'm just like, do you put seeds in the ground? Or, yeah. Oh you, no, no, yeah, I don't grow any of my plants. Yes, so just okay. like any other business, you, guys, you like, got a distributor. You yeah, got people that you partner with. And yeah, buying from them. Mostly local growers. So people like they'll have they've had their business for years. I usually buy from those type of businesses okay yeah i buy i buy from a lot of different small minority-owned businesses which okay. is really cool yeah so you bounce small or 
No, I, I personally or? purchased my plants myself. Like I picked, I hand pick all my plants okay. as of okay. right now. But I can't have them shipped to me. But it just kind of they should be whatever you, you want. I ain't bad. Wow, that's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope. That's dope. So, um, do you have a favorite plant? Um, my favorite plant changes a lot, but right now my favorite plant is called um, a ficus audrey. And ficus, I actually heard of that before. Yeah, it's really dope, and it kind of like gives like African vibes. Um, mm. but I just feel like it's a very easy plant. Um, uh, it makes a statement. Like it looks really good indoors, and I just think I've been selling them to a lot of my customers lately, and they all have like been well with them like mm-hmm. in buildings and offices and homes and i just think it's just the perfect plant to have something where it doesn't intimidate you but it gives a very like big statement because it's easy to take care of but it looks like really good so that's one of my faves right now hmm. all right so yeah. um i know people can buy directly from you but someone like me that has no clue mm-hmm. um Depending on how far it is, like, do you sometimes go to customers' place or you have? Yeah, all the time. So right now, like, a lot of most of my customers mainly like are they like just moved into their home or they have their home, and I come Mm. like do a consultation with them, Mm -hmm. and or like they'll just say, "This is my budget. Just pick out some stuff for me and buy some pots, and then I'll just do that." Because mm-hmm. a lot people of times like people like yeah, like too. how plants look, but then they don't know like which ones are best yeah. for them to have. Yeah, yeah not a that, whole that, consultation on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So you um, so a lot of your clients might be, or so you cool with like a lot of people that stage properties or realtors. I'm getting into yeah a lot of interior designers. Um, um I'm working with, which is really cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times when customers buy stuff, they kind of place everybody and like they make you feel like you can do everything and you can't. Like mm-hmm. I'm the plant person, I'm not going to decorate your house. Mm-hmm. So like I work with a lot of interior designers as far as like what pot to pick out or mm-hmm. what. Okay. Like so we work together. So yeah, yeah, a lot of people do do that. And it's cool to get like I mean I know you got your own thing going on from people knowing you and. Your business, but it also helps bring additional business. Like you yeah. got a couple of those people in pocket. Yeah. Um. Nah, that's what's up. So I definitely, you're gonna definitely chop that up. I gotta order some plants for a few for a few people that can add a little ambiance mm-hmm. to their place. Yeah. Um. Do you do um? You involved in any other? I know. I know this is pretty much your baby right now. You uh, yeah. Involved in any other business at the moment? I know sometimes you throw these cool events that people like me yeah. like to go to. Yeah. Event planning and. Mm-hmm. So honestly, so yeah, I used to do a lot of events, um, but since I've had the shop, I do more of my stuff in the shop. So um, Mm -hmm. like I used to do parties and stuff like that, but now like at my shop, I do like wine tastings, uh, cocktail tastings, I do uh, karaoke, and uh, we're doing like a candle making class. So I do more stuff like in the shop now opposed to... um, that's out, dope. Like but stuff. so you you have multiple streams with one business. So you got yeah. on one note you can sell plants, and mm-hmm. on another note you can have events where people can be around these plants. Yeah, they don't. Have, yeah, now that's that's super dope, and it's important because I don't feel like we have enough herbologists out here. You know, the average person who's selling plants, you know, from our from um from from people that look like us, 
you know, that means you're selling weed, you know what I mean? So you done yeah. stepped your game up and you're doing illegal, yeah. and I can't do nothing but salute that. So, um, yeah. not Everybody thinks I sell weed, honestly. I mean, I mean. I've had a, uh, I've had a few 420 events at the shop, and then, like, um. That's crazy. This one guy, he, one of my, um, mentees, he sells, um, he has his own line of THC or whatever. Strand. Yeah. Strand, that's the way. Yeah, it's dope. And um, it's legal and all that stuff. Like, he mm-hmm. he went through all that. Of course. But, um, so he'll eventually have something there. But, like, mm. yeah, people, that's what they say when I say, oh, I sell plants. Like, they're like, oh, you sell weed. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But it's pretty cool, though, because it's, like, it's all in the same. Like, we're all, black people dope. are definitely agriculturists. So. Yeah, yeah and it, help, it helps out because... It, it's it's a lot of knowledge about like they don't they definitely don't teach you about a lot of plants in school like I, I mean this information I would only know by talking to someone such as yourself that has knowledge in the uh, the inside as far as how to make that happen so I feel like it's important because I, I mean these like you said they bring life and they they serve different purposes I feel like that's a whole another education that um that that we could be missing you know what yeah. I mean so now that's what's up um you do anything well that's pretty much it you know so um. You um you um uh, how you you invest? No, not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been following um someone, and I'm they've instructed me to get out of debt before I invest in anything. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you gotta listen to whoever you're listening to. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody. So you can always use a mentor. As exciting as it sounds, I think I'm gonna you know go the long way and just get myself together first before I can invest in anybody else. No, I, I understand that 100%. Um, mm-hmm. I understand that 100%. Not as so dope. So um, you said you've done candle making events. Mm-hmm. So people, how do um, how do people find you? Like, do people book you just based off of you or do you? No, like, I don't know. It's very weird. So um, when I post, I like, so I specifically, when I made my business, because I did do parties and all that stuff before, I didn't want the same, like, I didn't even tell, I don't know when you found out, but I didn't tell anybody I owned a plant shop until like recently, like within the past few months. Like I never told anybody when I first had it specifically because I wanted to keep the two audiences separated and i don't really i'm doing this podcast because of you but i have no (laughs) desire to be like famous or like the face of anything like i just want to make my money in peace so like with um a lot of the events a lot of people just found because they google and i make sure (laughs) i think i do do well at marketing so i do make sure like i post it on all the sites that i could possibly post it on community Mm. calendars um you know instagram all that stuff TikTok, whatever and people found me on their own even my customers like mm. i have over ten thousand customers mm. and i don't know these people but they they have an interest in something that's, and i've fed their interest so dope. like they come because they want to come and it has no ties to me as a person like which i i like more so i don't feel so obligated to like pressure my friends to support my business or anything because mm-hmm. they don't really care about yeah, plants and i don't it doesn't bother me that they don't care about plants. And so yeah. like with the candle making and stuff like that, that's more so me partnering with other businesses. Cause the girl who does candles, she sells her candles at my shop too. Mm-hmm. So like, that's just me tapping in with partnerships and allowing them to have a space to use. And, you know, also me to gain exposure as well. So yeah. yeah. That's like literally the definition of organic, you know, <laughs> people just naturally, 
gravitate towards you in your business and it's the business of plants so that's like literally the definition <laughs> of organic <laughs> yeah no nah, that's hard um do you have like any resources say if somebody wanted to start a plant business is there any resources you can give to help somebody on that journey um as far as a plant business well something that you i do. can't say but and i'm not trying to be like a gatekeeper but it's just <laughs> like no um, I don't want to <laughs> give any of my competitors competitive advantage, but I would say that as far as a business is concerned, okay. I think the smartest thing to do, um, is to create the business and then just make sure like all this stuff that is like free outside to make sure you attend. So like event, invest Atlanta is like a great, uh, resource. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm currently working with them to get my trademark and they pay yeah, for it. Dope all on their own and literally all you have to do is just go to the website and apply yeah, that's um there's nothing you have to like the only thing you definitely have to do which i didn't realize is you have to have a business license so a lot of i think a lot of podcasts and little stuff like that they always talk about having an llc that's that's not it like you have to have a business license to operate you have to have a business license to get any grant, grant. there is mm -hmm. yep. and that's further than an llc um mm -hmm. an llc is just like it doesn't do anything Piece of paper. yeah so you got to get a business license and if you're into doing retail or like um any type of like trading um you would need to make sure you get a reseller's tax certificate so yep. these are things that like i think we don't tell people so i think that's mm. something a resource but definitely yeah. invest atlanta is the resource mm. um and the trademark thing like i've been working with them for like at least six months so it's a long process mm -hmm. so it always is with invest atlanta yeah but i think it's a good resource um to have and then once you get your business license and your um llc just go to these websites for all of these government um places mm -hmm. and make sure you set up a vendor account with them like i work with the city of south fulton i work with Okay. The city of Atlanta. City of South Fulton. Okay. Yeah, I love them. They're amazing. But like, you have to be a vendor on their site exactly. to even know that they're yeah. looking for somebody to do anything. Like, mm -hmm. and they they'll look for somebody to teach a class. Like, they'll pay for a lot of stuff, but you just have to be registered because they don't know who you are. When you say they, like the government, like those oh, okay. those those I got you. Uh, entities, they'll look for like like if uh -huh. if they're doing something in the city of South Fulton where they need a DJ. They're not going to just go online and be like, oh, let me find it. They're going to go through their vendor list and yeah. just say, oh, so-and-so, are you available today? But you mm -hmm. haven't registered. And it's it's no cost to register yes, to be a vendor. You just that. sign up. Mm -hmm. You can do it for any county this. that you yeah, want to do right. it. <laughs> All right, so Free like bottom up. line, if you start a business, it, it doesn't have to be a plant-based business. It could be any business. You could be opening a barbershop. You could be a DJ. You could be an artist. Never ignore your local um your local entities that help out entrepreneurs um like invest atlanta that's what we have here. that's one resource that we have here they got a, a, quite a few resources i can't name them off the top of my head but um instead of just going directly to the public you know look at um look at these organizations that are set up to help us out you know what i mean because um a lot of people like when i when, when i was dealing with invest atlanta it wasn't a lot of people over there you know mm -hmm. what i mean and and the people, I mean, and people don't want to wait in line. And a lot of times they don't want to wait for application processes to uh, be completed. But the time going to pass anyways. You know what I'm saying? You're going to look up. It might take 30 days. You're going to look up in 60 days and be like, damn, I wish I did. did you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, what's some things that make that you, what's some things that you want to uh, say about yourself that make, that, that helped you become the successful um, 
individual that you are today? You know, what's some qualities about yourself or your work ethic or whatever that yeah. uh, that you feel like brought you to where you are today? Yeah, I think um, for me, I'm like I'm not a personality or like a a, a face type of person. Like I don't mm -hmm. be putting my face out there, but like. I think when you put your work out there, it kind of speaks for itself. So, like, I really try to focus on taking good pictures, um, making sure, like, there's no grammar uh, errors in, like, my posts and stuff like that. So, like, the little small steps. Um, I'm also, like, I think sometimes people want to get instant gratification. So, mm -hmm. I think, like, with me, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm, like, a little patient and knowing that timing is everything, like, just keep working and it'll come eventually. Mm. Um, it's kind of nope. like my personality. I don't really stress too much. I think a lot of people like to like really be overwhelmed and stress themselves out. I try not to stress about a lot of stuff. I just try to get done what I need to get done for the day. Mm -hmm. And whatever I don't get done, just make sure I do it the next day. Mm -hmm. Like, um, <laughs> But I also like, like you just like with me, I have to talk to myself about things that don't happen like because there's a lot of things that I've missed and then like it comes maybe a year later or a few months later and it's better and I can actually handle it and so I think just making sure like when you fail or like things happen like to not be so upset about it being like failing because like there was a lot of opportunities that I had that like I really didn't have the money or the time to take up those opportunities I just wanted them and like now it's like oh yeah i'm cool like i can do it like but it's just that's just what it takes like you just have to have a different type of mindset when it comes to something that has longevity now something quick i mean you kind of got to just do what it yeah, is yeah, yeah, but if you want something to last long it's like you just kind of got to put in all the little details to make it stay okay so what i got from that pretty much perseverance having tough skin Mm -hmm. uh, every L doesn't mean a loss It means a lesson And mm -hmm. you just gotta persevere that And just be yourself mm -hmm. um, Okay so as we wrap things up We got a little game we play It's called This or That oh, Okay It's called This or That Just gonna ask a couple questions To get your intake You know just gonna either choose A or B for the most part So okay. you ready? Yeah Alright clubs or lounges? Lounges Okay why? I like to vibe. I feel like mm -hmm. the clubs be just like showboating. Like, like a museum. Yeah, like I feel <laughs> like lounges, mean. like I could still kind of talk to whoever I want to talk to. I could mm -hmm. like vibe. I could like, it's it's no pressure. Like everybody there chilling. Like I think clubs is just like, get away from me. Don't be in my station. Mm -hmm. Don't look at me. Or, yeah. or I feel like since I'm over here, I could treat you this way. Cause it's mm -hmm. just weird vibes. Mm -hmm. I don't like Better that. not step on my shoes. Yeah, that's just lame. <laughs> Uh, hip hop or R and B? Ooh, so it's probably hip hop for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You listen to a lot of trap music, don't you? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't. I listen to a lot of old school hip hop. Old school hip hop. You yeah. got a. Uh, okay. Now that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Basketball or football? Ooh, football. Football. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Action or comedy? Comedy. Okay, you like to do a laugh. Yeah, I don't like to take. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Life too short to take it a hundred percent. Yeah. Just like yes. in the plant world, yeah. you don't want to talk to the serious plant kind of. So you want to <laughs> talk to somebody like myself. Yeah. That just wants to learn. Like I'm, I'm more so infatuated with learning as opposed to thinking I know it all. Yeah. All right, business or marketing. So in your um, as far as like as you run a business, business I mean the processes, the 
the footwork outside of the presentation and marketing is more so the presentation, the word of mouth, the sale. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm better at business, but I enjoy marketing more. Mm. I would have thought you said the opposite, but no, that's what's up. (laughs) up. (laughs) Well, maybe I am better at marketing, but I really feel like... I don't like. I'm not about to sit here and be like, make sure you post three times a day. I'm not. No, that's, that. That, that, that ain't what I mean, though. That's... No, but I'm just saying, like, I think, like, I, but I like the concepts of coming up with like marketing strategies and stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm not necessarily good. Like, I'm not good at it. But when it comes to business and somebody says, I need, not good at it. I, like, if somebody says, like, I need this proposal by Friday, I'm gonna make sure I do it. But like, if somebody's like, oh, make this TikTok video, it might take me two, three months to like nah, but that's, post on TikTok. No, nah, that's business. Like, if somebody. T- Marketing is the fun part of it. You know what I yeah. mean? Because you, you don't have to do anything you don't have to do. That's the pretty good thing about working for yourself. And, um, nah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, um, I'm the same. Well, I'm more so marketing over business, but um, nah, that's dope. All right, so before we close, uh, Jason, you have anything you want to ask or add? Yeah, one more. Like, do you have somebody <laughs> that um, inspired you to keep going or some like a mentor that – be yeah, on the right track. I have a lot of mentors. So, um, my friends definitely inspire me because they think that I'm just like amazing, and it's it's wild to me because I'd be like, no, like, but they inspire me because nah, they yeah. like they let li- they literally like tell me and they encourage me and they send me stuff all the time, and I think that's really dope. I appreciate it. They want to keep you moving. Nah, you yeah, go, they be man. keeping me going. Yeah, you go, I ain't gonna cap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, I do have a few mentors, like, which actually were my customers, so, like, Uh, which is really cool, yeah, like, so, um, I asked a few of my customers to be my mentors, and they said, yeah, so, um, they definitely inspired me, and honestly, you know, uh, my biggest inspiration is Jay-Z, so, Uh I listen to him a lot, but I find myself uh, lately being very inspired by, not necessarily him himself, but his words, like I get, re- I'm really inspired lately by T D. Jakes. Like, uh, oh man, every I like, morning, I like nah, yeah, he, that's like, every morning. Thing it's right like there. it's like the more that I start to listen to him, the more I start to see like God, yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he getting me through this right now. Nah, so he, I, yeah. Uh, when I wake up, first thing I do in the morning, um, I'm not gonna say I abstain from social media for a full hour, but when I get up. I just cut on YouTube and like this. Let's see. So I cut on YouTube and like normally the first face I see is either Steve Harvey or TD Jakes. And then it's kind of <laughs> weird because in the afternoon I see like Vlad and stuff like that. See ya. But um, but normally when I wake up, yeah. you'll see TD Jakes and like that wake me up every morning like before I cut on some music, trap music. Yeah. It'd be TD Jakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? TD Jakes will pop up or Steve Harvey. But nah, that's uh, that's good. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. Do you have anything you want to say to the people before we um, close this interview? Mm, no, not necessarily. But, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so you guys know Shop With Her on the Plants. Um, yeah. Add a little aviance to your life. And, yes. you know, make sure you take care of them. Though. If you're going to be a bad plant dad or plant mom, then it's not for you. This is for someone that's actually going to take care of the plants. And it's been another episode of Multiple Streams by any means. And remember, good things happen to those that hustle. 